0: Small goals get you small results, big goals get you big results, but so many of us, including myself, are afraid to set big goals because what if we fail? I have a huge rant about this and some really great insights that are going to help you dream bigger and actually act bigger in this episode of the Fast Forward Amy Show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy Show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. I've just had a fairly terrible morning. Um, However, my day started really well. I woke up at 6.30, I took my time to shower, got ready. I thought, you know what, I have podcast recordings later today, so let's get the hair ready. (laughs) Put on a great workout outfit, had breakfast in the sunshine. Everything went well other than the fact that I had a dream about a friend of mine that wasn't so good. And I texted that friend, it turned out the friend had a very terrible morning, something terrible happens. And um, I thought that was really weird, my intuition, you know, um, but that happened. And then um, right before I was going to start my podcast recordings after my workouts, basically, I got a, a bunch of bad news in and I was um, a bit frazzled, but Not as much as I would have been, because I'm sitting here, I am recording later than planned, but I am recording this podcast episode and I'm in a good and grounded mood. And the reason for that is that in the past two years, I have had to learn so much. Um, I have had to, sometimes I feel like I spent 90% of the time doing stuff I didn't know how to do. For example, on Thursdays, I feel amazing because on Thursdays I get to coach and coaching is something I'm really, really good at. Um, but on all other days, I was trying to figure out how to lead a team. I was trying to also hit my targets for the business. I was trying to manage all the things. And most of the time, I kind of felt like I was failing. And that might sound weird, you know, because I did do 3 million in sales in the past two years and I have a wonderful team. I have a wonderful support system of family and friends. I lost a bunch of stress weight. I'm taking care of my health really well. And right now I am feeling good, but it wasn't like that in the past two years all the time. I also went through a big breakup, but, um, oh, I forgot. I was also raising two uh, plus kids. I didn't forget, but like how... Difficult that also was because it was new for me to be raising kids and all of that combined led to a bit of a decline in my confidence and I didn't know what was happening until I really like drew um, a pyramid for myself about competence actually i drew this from my clients and i was telling them about the fact that when you learn a bunch of new information it can be like you can get overwhelmed because if you're always working on stuff you're not good at you're gonna start feeling like you're not good at anything but it's just because you're in over your head um it's like trying to do stuff before you're ready for it it's good that for example in my workouts one of my exercises is difficult and I hate it, but it wouldn't be good if my workouts were all filled with exercises I'm not good at. It's like with cooking, maybe you, maybe You once every so often you want to make a dish that's a little bit more difficult, but you don't want to be cooking a very fancy, very difficult dish that takes you three hours to cook every night. That would be too much. So the competence uh triangle or whatever, the pyramid um, has like, I think, four layers. And it starts with, you don't know what you can't do. And then it starts with, you know what you can't do. And then it goes up and it, it, or no, it's actually different. It's more like in the beginning, it's like with driving a car. You don't really know how difficult it is to drive a car. And then you start driving a car and your car keeps like stopping because of the, you know, the... Get the hand gestures you need to do to drive a car. I can't come up with the word right now. <laughs> I've been speaking Dutch all morning. It's, sometimes it's difficult to switch. Um, and I remember this in the beginning. I thought I was going to be really good at driving a car. And then I started taking driving lessons and I was so bad at it. Like so ridiculously bad. But I'm also a very high achieving type of person. So I really hated that I was so bad at driving a car. I thought, I am smart. I'm going to be good at driving a car. Turns out I was the worst, and every time I came home from driving lessons, I was crying. I kid you not. And my mom told me, you know what? At a certain point, you are going to be driving on like the road to work or to school, whatever, and you're going to be putting on mascara at the same time, and you won't even notice that you're driving anymore. Oh, driving stick! That was what I was um, looking for. And back then. Just driving on a a road with like 70 kilometers an hour was, was very stressful for me. So I couldn't imagine that she was right. But turns out she was right. And right now, I mean, it's not good to put on mascara while you're driving, but I could do it if I wanted to. I don't have to think about, oh, I'm overtaking that car anymore. I went from not knowing how difficult it was to drive to knowing that I wasn't able to do it, to actually being able to drive and paying attention really well, to driving and consciously or subconsciously. Uh, A few weeks ago, I went to France with my friends and I drove all the way there. I drove all the way back. That was 900 kilometers in a day. No biggie. Big difference from that girl who used to come home crying from driving lessons every day. What does that have to do with setting high goals? Well, when you hear my story, you might be thinking of some type of story yourself. You might be realizing, oh, there's a lot of shit going on in my life and that is making me insecure because I'm not good at those things. But you also might be feeling like you want to do new things, but you're afraid to do them because what if you fail? And that's what I want to talk um, to you about today. Because sometimes we are afraid of setting new goals because we are afraid of what will happen when we don't reach them. And I get this all the time. People tell me, I don't want to set goals because if I don't reach them, blurb, 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 then they just kind of like mumble something. And I'm like, then what? Yeah, then then that will feel really shitty. Okay, what will feel shitty? And then it always comes down to they will feel like they're unworthy. They will feel like they're unloved. They will feel like a massive failure. And then that for them somewhere in their mind, that means that they are not a worthy person. This is very typical for high achieving type of people. And that might mean that it could be really good for your business that you set goals. No slash, your business needs goals um, because it will give you focus. But you are not setting the goals because you are afraid you will fuck up. So you're uh, directing your attention elsewhere. And if I'm being really honest, I kind of did that in the past years. I was fairly overwhelmed with you know growing my business. So this is true for you. Maybe you're starting a business. Maybe you're growing your business. It doesn't matter in which phase you are. Sometimes we come back to this point where we are afraid to aim high. I was afraid to aim high because I was feeling overwhelmed of managing all of the things that were already happening. Now today, you know, I had that weird dream. I texted that friend, something terrible happened. A bunch of other stuff happened. But I am still sitting here fairly grounded. What's the difference? There's two big differences in my opinion right now. One um, is... I got better at a bunch of things. So I'm not constantly in that space anymore where I don't know what to do anymore. So it might be at a certain point when you are growing your business that you might find yourself in that space where you feel like you don't know anything you're doing. It's like with the workouts. I told my personal trainer, you do have to let me win at some things because if I hate the entire workout, yeah, I don't, I will not want to do the workout. My system will just be like beep. (laughs) So first check are you actually good at the things that you're doing? This is all, this also goes for when you have team members in your team. Make sure that they have some space to grow, like 20% to grow more. I don't know. I can't put this in percentages. But make sure that, like, my feeling is that at least 40% of the time that they're actually doing something they're really good at. Now, for me, for the longest time, I only had one day a week that I was doing stuff I'm good at. That was my Thursdays when I got to coach. The other time I was spending on building my team and learning how to manage a team. So 80% of the time I felt like I sucked. <laughs> that was not a great feeling. Right now I've been recalibrating things, changing some things. I've made some decisions and I feel like I am better at what I do because I've gone back to my core and I've decided this is the stuff I know. This is how we're going to do it. Who wants to do it with me? Let's go. By the way, my team is in this room with me. They're like, what is she talking about? <laughs> you know, this happens. Real and raw as we go. Laura is giving me a thumbs up from behind the computer. So the first thing that changed that why I was not tripped up by what happened today is I know I am standing in my power. I am, I've gotten better at stuff. I know how to deal with shit. I know how to take care of myself. I'm kind of like you know what? I don't want to say nothing can faze me anymore, but few things can faze me anymore because I I know that within myself, I am safe. I know that whatever happens, I am, I've got it. I trust myself. That's one thing. You could go to a coach or a psychologist for that, or you could keep listening to my podcast. Maybe I can inspire you for some stuff. But the second thing is a really big one. So I got, I had the dream, I did the texting, the messages that there were a bunch of people in my house. I don't know, like when I moved to this house, I thought it's so far away. What if no one ever wants to come and visit me? I don't think I'm ever alone in my house. Am I ever alone, guys? No, literally, there's always people here. Right now, my brother is staying over with me. So sh- stuff is happening. It's really busy. Uh, it happened yesterday as well. I woke up, made the mistake of picking up my phone, 7 a.m. had a text message. Hey, can we call later? I need to discuss this and this with you, but I had my calendar. I was like, no, this is going to trip me up. No to self. Don't open your phone first thing in the morning. But all of that being said, I'm able to get back to that grounded place. One, because I trust myself and I know what, what, what I'm doing. But the second thing is I know really well what my target is right now. So. I can get the calls and all of that, but I also know that I have a target this summer of helping 10,000 people reach financial independence. So whatever happens today, however many phone calls I have, or if someone cries or whatever happens, it is not going to mean that it's an either or situation. I will deal with the things, I will manage the business And I will hit my targets. I will deal with the things and I will have a fun night out tonight because I have a date tonight. It's very exciting. Um, (laughs) So this smile. I am, I don't, how do I say this? I'm not afraid anymore to go after my targets, but I was afraid to do that in the past two years because I have had gotten used to failing. So I wasn't winning anymore. And It really pains me to see that so many people have gotten so used to a layer of failure in their life that they're afraid to set goals. Belief is one of the biggest things you need to be a successful entrepreneur. I see this with over a thousand of my clients. The clients who believe in themselves or believe in what they have to offer, they become successful. And that brings us to today's problem, I think. You are afraid to set high goals. Because what if you don't reach them? But what if we can't? What does that mean if we can't? Will that mean that we have failed? Will that mean that I'm not a worthy person? Will that mean that I'm not a good boss? Will that mean that I'm a bad coach? Will that mean that I'm such a fucking failure, no one should ever follow me again or learn anything from me? No. It just means that I didn't hit my highest goal. It means that I learned a lot, that I did a lot. You are afraid to set high goals because you're afraid that you will be ashamed that you didn't reach your goal. But what is that shame? Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're gonna love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year and I asked her what she wanted and she said, yeah, I want a million but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that. And then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six-figure business to a seven-figure business this year. And I applied my million methods. Now, we worked on this for a little bit over an hour. And at the end, I was like, well, this was really valuable. Why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience? And as you are here on a podcast, I want to offer this to you for free now know that working with me costs 10k for a day the fact that i'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and i am going to delete this after a while so if you want my million method training there is only one way you can access it it's by going to my instagram fast forward amy and dming me the word Method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24-minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, Amy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay, bye! That shame might be that you think that no one will love you anymore because that people only love you when you perform well. And this is one of the things I have. I'm a very, as I said already, high-achieving high achieving type of person. Last night when I got the 1,000 first sign-ups, obviously I was gushing about it. I was so happy. Um, I, other things also make me happy, but it also feels good to me to get results and you're allowed to have that feel good. But I was also happy that morning and I would have been a bit more upset if we wouldn't have gotten as many signups or I would have been like, okay, we need to take charge. But I already have that trust within myself that I can reach my goals. And when I don't reach my sales goals, when I don't reach many likes on a post, when I don't get as many story views on stories, it's a metric for me, but it doesn't define who I am anymore. But sometimes it creeps back because maybe you got raised in a way that when you did something really well, you were a good person. When you helped out your little brother, you were such a good big sister. When you ate all of your food, you're such a good kid. Nowadays, they're teaching people to not educate their children anymore in that way. For me, it is something that is very much there. I feel like when I take good care of my family members, when I get take good care of my team, when I reach all of the stats and the numbers and the performance, I am a good person. I've said it before in podcast episodes. I know I still need to be coached through this. I know I need to, to see a therapist and I'm actually have an appointment with someone to help me move through this even more so I can reach goals without it being heavy. What happens there is kind of like with your money mindset. I think a lot of people talk about you have a negative money mindset and you want to take it to a positive place. And you want to look at money as it being good. I think the the... The peak point in money mindset is not when you look at money as being good. I think that's actually a first step. You go from negative to positive, and then you go to neutral. Setting goals is a neutral thing. It is simply something you and your business need. I want to be healthy. You know what? For me to be healthy, some of the other stress weight needs to go. I have, I did some blood tests. I need to keep on working on my health. The stronger I become um, and some more fat has to go like that the better physically in shape I am, the better blood results I have. If I ever want to freeze my eggs or have babies, it is good that I am healthier. So I have a bunch of metrics every month that I measure and I have goals for that. And I have goals for how much I want to be able to deadlift because that gets me to a fit point and me being fit is good because I will live longer. I will be happier and I will be able to bear healthier children. In your business, if you set goals for your business, No one says, when I'm like, hey, why are you afraid to set such a big goal? They're like, oh, because then my business will go bankrupt if I set a high goal and I don't achieve it. No, you say, because I will feel like a failure, because deep down you're like, because no one will love me, because I'm not worthy. But the goal has nothing to do with you. You're afraid to set high goals about money. You're afraid to set high goals about maybe a partner. You're afraid to set high goals for Views, registrations, likes, sales. You're telling me you are afraid to set a sales target because what if you don't reach it? But the what if you don't reach it reason is not, then my business will go bankrupt. No, because you know that at 20% of that goal, you will already have leveraged more return for your business. When you say, I want 50 sales, I will ask you, okay, why 50? Oh, it seems like a good number. Bullshit. Your first... Your first metric of success in when you are launching something for sales should be, when are you breaking even? What's your break-even point? That's the goal you need to hit. If you don't reach that goal, you're not going to feel bad because someone will think you suck or you think I'm a failure. You will feel bad because you won't even be able to pay your bills. And believe me, you will keep going until you can pay your bills. But that higher goal, that high profit goal, that ego goal, that impact goal, that thing that you can do to change the world with. You're afraid to set that target for your business or for yourself. Because if you feel you'll be ashamed, it makes no sense. We need to stop putting so much of our own worthiness in the goals we set for our business. So... What makes me happy when I have 1500 signups for the business summer school is I'm going to help so many people achieve financial independence this summer. And also I know that from those people, many people will buy from me, but if I don't reach 10,000 people to help, it is not going to make me sad about my own worth. I won't feel like a failure. I will just think, oh, that's a business metric. And I'm happy we also set a lower metric and a lower goal. And when we reach that, I know that this future is safeguarded and then we can help this many people, it has to do with why you are setting which goals. And then we get to the point that a lot of people set really stupid goals. I'm sorry to say so, but a lot of people are like, I want new followers. And I'm like, okay, why would, why do you like, is the goal new followers? Oh no, I just, you know, I want to be able to pay my bills. Okay, so you want to make more money and your money is going to come from sales and your sales are probably going to come from the leads you already have. We always need to look at what is the goal and why is that the goal? That you're stressed out because you won't hit your break-even goal. I do get that. You're allowed to stress out about that. You're allowed to go and find a bunch of resources to go and hit that goal. But you also kind of owe it to yourself to reach higher, to make sure that your sales targets are higher and that you can build up a financial buffer in your bank accounts that you can build towards the future. So why are you setting which goals? And why are you afraid to set them? Because what does it mean to you if you don't reach them? It has nothing to do with your business. It has everything to do with your ego. And what if you reach the goal? What will people say? You know, fear of success. What if you don't hit the goal? What will people say? So my question to you today, literally the only question I have for you is, why are you afraid? What are you actually afraid of? Is it that you won't hit the goal? Is it what people will say? Is it how you will feel about yourself? But more importantly, are you doing your business a favor by not setting the goal? Or are you basically not giving your business what it needs by not setting high goals? My guess is you need better goals. You need to build staircases with your goals. Like this is a good enough goal. This is when we hit break even. This is a a medium goal. This is when I'm good and happy and we did something we haven't done before. We have proof of concept that this can be big. And then a really high fucking goal that you're like, oh, this makes me... Poop, like, poop my pants. Your high goals need to make you pee your pants. Otherwise, th- those are not high goals. So when someone tells me I'm launching something as a personal trainer, oh, I want to get 10 people, you know, this used to really... I used to hate it, but my dad used to do this to me. I remember standing in the elevator with my dad uh, when I was still a fitness coach and I had created this ebook and I thought this ebook is 30 euros. If I sell 10 of those in a month, then I have 300 euros in a month. That would be really great. And if I have a couple of couple like that, that would be great. And my dad's standing next to me in a really shabby elevator, like he was always thinking we're going to die in that elevator. He looked at me and he's like, if your goal is to make 300 euros, you might as well stop now. If your goal is 10 sales, you might as well stop. And I really hated him for saying that right then and there. And I told him, can't you just be proud of me? Can't you just be happy with what I'm already doing? And he told me, and this probably has something to do with my performance issues, but let's just put that in a box. He told me, I look at you and I want you to do better than how I've done in my life. So, of course, I'm proud of you. I'm always proud of you. And I always love you. But this is a shitty goal. <laughs> and I was like... Years later, I get it. When someone tells me, a personal trainer who has a full client roster and tells me I'm launching this online program and I hope to sell it to 10 people. I die a little inside. Why only 10 people? You only want to help 10 people? Well, that's a fucking shame because there are billions of people that need to be helped. There's already a few million just in this country alone. Why are you setting such low targets? Because you don't believe you can do it? Because that's your starting point? I would say let's go and show the world what you can do. Let's go and set high goals. Let's blow everyone away. Because if your goal is to get like three people, ten people, you might as well just stop now and lie in a ditch. (laughs) And if this is triggering and if this is too rude, I'm fine with that. I am not here to make you comfortable. I am here to push you to become the biggest, most independent version of yourself. And small goals get you small results. Big goals get you big results. So, again, why are you not setting a big goal? Because you're afraid of yourself. That has nothing to do with your business. So, let's go and set a higher goal. Okay. If you're feeling like, You are setting small goals and you're staying small. How is that serving you? And is it not time to say, might as well go bigger? I think it is. I think it's time to go bigger. I think it's time you play to win instead of just playing small. Every Tuesday, there's a new episode. And that also means that every Tuesday we have a new article on my blog. So on fastforwardamy.com forward slash podcast, you'll find all of the blog articles with, for example, some recaps of the things I just said. And um, yeah, I would say just go to the website type in fastforwardamy.com forward slash number of this episode, and then you find the article that's linked to this episode. So maybe you're driving, you're walking, you're on a bike, I don't know what you're doing, uh, and you want to forward this to a friend, or you can't remember the link, know that you can just type it in your notes, fastforwardamy.com forward slash number of this episode, and then you find all of the resources that we have created for you. This was a little ranty episode, um, but I am grateful to the people in my life that sometimes make me, believe in the big things. Because sometimes I really don't believe in myself or I really don't believe in what I'm doing. I do believe like what I'm doing, but I do believe in what I'm helping other people achieve. But I think it's very human that we need a tribe to remind us. And my team sometimes is my tribe. Sometimes I am their cheerleader and I'm like we can do something and then they're like okay let's fucking go sometimes this is my best friend Jessica who's like I have so much faith in you that you can do this when I'm like I don't know if I can do this sometimes it's my personal trainer sometimes it's my dad sometimes it's my mom sometimes it's my brother but maybe you don't really have someone telling you you can go and reach those big goals right now so that's what I'm telling you today I'm your cheerleader today and I want to tell you you can do big things you can also do hard things you can reach big goals, but the first step is you need to set them because you don't. if you don't have a focus, you won't hit them by accident. So let's aim high and let's fail all the way until we hit our goals or until we don't hit them. It doesn't even matter. But if you don't set the goals, you're not going to hit them. Because remember, small goals, small results. Big goals, big results. Talk to you next week or see you in my summer school. Bye.